0: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits. Long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Welcome to the following presentation from IMG America's Home for College Sports on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN, your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders football. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Outback Steakhouse. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804 638 9508 or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu.
2: First and goal, Richmond at the St. Francis Five. Shotgun snap. Johnson to the right side. It's caught. Touchdown. Tyler Wilkins
3: makes the grab with 1.7 seconds to go. Kevin Johnson to Tyler Wilkins touchdown spiders have the lead called a man
1: money he gets it done love that kid he had to drop earlier in the end zone i know you just got to stay with him he's a senior he's a captain get him the ball find that man money touchdown now live here's the voice of the spiders bob black and head coach russ huseman this is the spider sports line on 99.5 and 1027 espn and the spider img sports network
2: football talk bob black with you for our regular thursday afternoon get together although as it turns out not our weekly thursday get together because we unexpectedly got uninterrupted or got interrupted last week because we had a game thursday night unexpectedly as well we are back on our normal routine again with not only our radio show but our game schedule and no one is happier about that i am sure and Spider head coach Russ Husman, it was a difficult transition and a difficult challenging trip for the Spiders to play that Thursday night game on the road last week but it turned out just fine with the come from behind victory at St. Francis I am sure Russ that you are happy to be back in your routine whether it's the Thursday radio show or the Saturday game or the Thursday practice or whatever it must be I'm sure you and the guys are happy to be back in a routine huh
4: yeah, I mean, obviously it was way different than what we're used to. And I think if you can prepare for Thursday games, you know, you figure out how to get extra time in there. But when you find out on Tuesday that you're going to play on Thursday, you know, I think that made it tough. Um, and, you know, it's I tough on the players. It's an adjustment for them. But also the coaches. I mean, you know, <coughs> excuse me. um You know, your game plan gets condensed, obviously, because you can't continue to put things in. You know, it was a late night Tuesday night for our coaches because it was, you know, finishing up game plan, watching practice from that day, um, getting ready for Wednesday's practice. and, And, I mean, they were in the office real, 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 real late and then up early on wednesday morning to try to get the practice prep so it was tougher on them but when you know you have a thursday you know now you do something on a monday you do something more on sunday and and you can prep differently but you know finding out tuesday you know and a funny thing about it is you know we said we would play the game on thursday but we didn't secure buses till wednesday morning and if we couldn't have got buses on wednesday morning we couldn't have made the trip so it was it was, yeah, let's try, let's get this thing moving, but we won't know until Wednesday morning whether we can even show up or not. So it was kind of to that, you know, and, and, you know, our players responded well to it. We didn't play like we're capable of playing, uh, you know, for a long time in that game. But, you know, I was talking to some of the people here today, and, and uh, the bottom line is we didn't win any of those games last year. You know, we didn't. You know, we didn't get convert a, a big third down to win a game or a big fourth down or a two minute drive to win a football game, you know, last year. So, um, you know, I was proud of our guys for getting that done. And, and uh, so, um, but we, we do have to play better, no question.
2: Here is Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. If you're in the area, come on by. We appreciate you tuning in on the radio. If you're out driving around at the lunch hour, and listening on your computer or phone as well. We appreciate that. Hope you'll be a part of the program as well. A little bit later, our special player guest today, running back Gordon Collins and linebacker Billy Calgo will be joining us in the middle segments from Outback uh, here at 7917. West Broad Street and I'll be honest uh, Russ in after the game the guys I think were pretty refreshing and saying you know what it really was a factor you know we're not using it as excuses we wouldn't have used it as an excuse before the game but now that it's over and it's said and done and we found a way to win the game all of the things that you just talked about were very definitely factors in that game and I say this all the time Russ, winning on the road is not hard just because of the field you're playing on, the stadium you're in, the loud crowd against you. It's all those other things that you just talked about. It's buses, it's hotels, it's meetings, it's meals. It's all of that that goes into making winning on the road so hard. And when you get an unexpected situation like that, it becomes even harder, doesn't it?
4: Yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, that you don't even think about is, you know, we got we got players in different hotels. Yeah. We got three to a room, you know, and, and again, you know, I, I don't want to take it anything away from St. Francis because they had the same practice prep we had. They had all the same same scenarios that we had. So, you know, you can't you can't use any of that excuse. But it was different. I mean, and you know, to have guys three to a room, to have guys in different hotels. Uh, you know, we had to use actually three hotels uh, just to get it done. And and uh, so, you know, it was a little different experience. But, you know, I told our guys, you know, I had spoken to uh, Andrew Clyde even earlier in the week. And I said, you know, because the, the, of the weather, I said, now, listen, I, I didn't know it would be like this. I said, but, Andrew, do, I mean, would the guys want to go on the road and play this game? I said, but if we do, I mean, there can't be any excuses. And, and you know, sometimes after you win or, you know, you know, you kind of say, well, this, this, and this. There was really no excuse. We didn't play well. We didn't execute well. I don't think we coached them well uh, all the way across the board uh, and we we have to do a better job um, as
2: coaches and as players um, to get our guys ready to play better football that said how significant could that last drive be for the offense to be able to pull that off to do what you talked about and that is win a close game at the end which didn't happen A year ago that at the end of the day as challenging and quite frankly as pain in the neck as the whole thing was there could be a real positive that could come out of this moving down the road
4: yeah I mean obviously it is a positive because we did you know we did execute you know that last drive we didn't have penalties we did what we were supposed to do Uh, you know the coaches you know put our put our guys in really good positions Um, you know a couple things on that drive I mean Obviously, Bevel's making his first – I think that was his first catch Mm -hmm. of the year. You know, on the sideline there and Kevin finding him, you know, huge, huge, huge play. Um, Tyler Wilkins coming back and making the touchdown catch after the drop earlier in in an earlier series there. Um, You know, and and Kevin executing um, the way we're supposed to and and no penalties on the drive. I mean, we had penalties and and we did some things that – you know, that not, are not characteristic. I mean, you can't you can't say we're going to start a drive out first and 20. Um, we, we can't have third and 15s. I mean, we just can't do those things and expect to, to execute and score points. But, uh, you know, thank goodness, uh, you know, Brissette had a big game and Brissette got the kickoff return for a touchdown. And and uh, so, you know, it, somehow it worked out. Um,
2: probably not the way we had envisioned, but we got it done. And the Spiders improved to 2-1 going into the conference opener Saturday night at Stony Brook. The Seawolves also at 2-1 going into the first CAA game of the year. We will certainly preview that as we move along during the course of our hour of the Spider Sports Line this afternoon, we talked about routine. One of the other routines on the Spider Sports Line at eight zero four five two one eight five zero one is Ivan to call in and talk with Coach Usman. We missed him last week. I think we missed him two weeks ago because yeah. you asked me about yeah, that, Coach. Yeah, what's up, Ivan? Let's go.
5: Is yeah. he on? Well, well, it's good to be back. I was. I, I've been sick, and and I'm I'm feeling a lot better now.
4: I'm glad to hear that. We miss you. We
5: miss you. Thank coming you. I miss calling everybody. So, anyways, I here. it's like, well, congratulations on winning two of the past three games. I know that last week's game was, you know, kind of a rushed game, but I was impressed with the way your uh, team, the way the Spiders play, even when they were on, uh, even when they were behind in the fourth quarter, you didn't give up. And yeah. I think that's a mark of a good uh, team that's maturing very quickly.
4: Yeah, you know, I is is we had the the locker room was way away from the stadium, so you know we had to. I did all the the radio and the, and and John O'Connor and everybody, you know, afterwards. And by the time I got back in, you know, most of our players either were in the shower or getting dressed, and it was it was really hard. But as I walked in before you know uh, before I went in there, you know Adam Ross, our offensive line. Uh, coach he you know he looked at me and, and i think he was a little depressed because you know they had some sacks and you know that happens in coaching but you know he looked at me and said this didn't happen last year we didn't get this done last year and 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 i didn't even think about it at the time but he was absolutely correct and and we got it done somehow some way and you know our team has talked about finishing and finishing drives and finishing games and and we actually did that so proud of our guys and and uh and our coaches for getting that done.
5: Yeah, because I think that's the milk of a, of a well-coached team of the way you can bounce back at, You know, with late in the, four, in the fourth quarter and not give up. What can you tell us, how are you doing uh, injury-wise, <coughs> and how about how do you uh, – what can you tell us about Stony Brook this week?
4: Well, injury-wise, uh, you know, we're going to get some linebackers back in, in – you know, thank goodness we had Billy Coggle came back for that game, and he's been nursing a hamstring issue, and and uh, came in and played really well. And then we played Grayson Overstreet, and we really didn't have much there. We had a bunch of linebackers out. You know, we'll get healthy. Reuben will be back, so him and Billy will play the Sam and the Mike. So we feel good about that. But you know, coming in, we've got Jordan Payne coming back, Tyler Dressler coming back, so we feel we we feel good not only, you know, that we have some backups there to to come in if something happens, but also those guys are such great special teams guys, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where it hurts you too a little bit is, you know, all of a sudden Grayson Overstreet is is our fifth linebacker and he's really good on special teams. Now you got to take him off of special teams, you know, and those types of things. And Jordan Payne's not on special teams now and Dressler. So, you know, it affects not only what you're doing there, but – you know, on special teams because that at linebacker, those positions are so important for special teams. But um, so we get those guys back, and it'll be nice to have them back in, in a lot of facets of the game. Um, but you know, we're still you know we're still dinged up, and and uh, you know we'll see. There'll be about three three guys. It'll be game time decisions uh, whether they can play or not. And uh, but I'm not going to go into detail on those guys. And in Stony Brook, it's typical Stony Brook. I mean, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have big old offensive linemen and big physical running backs, and they're gonna try to pound us, you know, uh, our our defense, and and then throw take the play action shots. Uh, you know, defensively they're really really good. I mean, they're they're stout against the run. Uh, they're gonna make us. They're gonna try to get you in third and longs, and and then bring pressure and cover them up. So it's a typical Stony Brook team. They're gonna be you know, they're going to be in the mix the whole year, no question about it.
5: Okay. Well, good luck, Coach. I hope you come up with
2: Big 50 this week. Thanks, Ivan. Glad you're back. Glad you're feeling better and glad you're back and part of our routine, Ivan. Thanks. 521-8501. The lines are open to talk with Coach Huseman or the guys who are coming up right after the break. Today we're talking with Redshirt Junior uh, linebacker Billy Coghill and senior running back, Uh, Gordon Collins, both of them are here at the restaurant. They'll be at the head table after this commercial break. We'll come back with conversation for the two Spider players. Coming up as the Spider Sports Line continues on the Spider IMG Sports Network and ESPN Richmond. Buy the all-new 2019 Silverado truck at Luck. Chevy has spent the last 100 years making the most dependable, longest-lasting pickups on the road, and Luck Chevrolet has sold them that long. Whether it's refined comfort of high country, the aggressive capability of trail boss, or the functionality of work truck, the next-generation Silverado offers the right tool for every job. Call Luck Chevrolet in Ashland at 804-798-9261 or online at luckchevrolet.com and get your new truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland.
6: The Lexus NX exemplifies the perfect blend of form, function and performance in a package fit for the trail or the town. With ample cargo space, the NX has left nothing behind. Rugged and refined, the NX has set the standard by which all other crossovers are judged. Experience amazing today at Lexus of Richmond. Enjoy a mouth-watering, made-to-order
1: burger from Carytown Burgers and Fries by ordering online with just a few clicks. From mushroom and Swiss burgers to bacon cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, salads, and more, Carytown Burgers and Fries delivers amazing flavor right to your doorstep. Visit CarrytownBurgers.com. select your closest location, and place your online order. Carrytown, lakeside, short pump. Carytown Burgers and Fries, it's not just a burger
0: anymore. At UR School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation, and information security, or explore our new coding bootcamp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. The University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details.
3: This is Dan Lebatard. Catch me and Stugatz every weekday from 10 to 1. Now on your FM dial at 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
6: Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. We're live at Outback Steakhouse 7917 West Broad Street and broadcasting live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN Gordon
2: Collins in for Richmond on the sweep to the left gets a great block from his running back mate Deontes Thompson, that springs him into St. Francis territory and all the way down to the 38 yard
1: line, a 16 yard run by Gordo Yeah, we were both seeing the same thing great lead block by Deontes Thompson not huge, not a big guy, but just that was technically sound, cutting the knees to the defensive end. Gordon Collins gets outside and he knows what to do with it from there.
2: The uh, running backs kind of took turns blocking for each other and blocking in protection for Kevin Johnson, Deontay Thompson and Gordon Collins. Part of the Spider offensive effort in the come from behind win over St. Francis Thursday night up in Pennsylvania Gordon Collins joins us on the spider sports line by way of introduction with that play-by-play highlight and a little bit later you hear some of the exploits of Billy Coggle who had a terrific game at linebacker for the spiders Thursday night both of them are our special player guests today Uh, Gordon let me start with you since we just heard the highlight of the 16-yard run in that game, uh, take us off the field first. Let's go behind the scenes for both you guys. Coach Usman detailed it pretty accurately during the week. We've heard at least here on ESPN from Dejan Brissett and Kevin Johnson on our podcast and after the game on the field about all the things that really went in to playing that game to going on the road when you weren't expecting to go on the road to play on a thursday when you were supposed to play on a saturday the three hotels all of that both of you guys have been around college football for a while now how did it actually impact you gordon
7: um i wouldn't say there was too much of uh, an impact honestly the the biggest thing was it was just unique it was it was different i've never we've never traveled and been in three different hotels we never had to have the defense bust over back and forth every morning um I don't know, it was just a different dynamic. But, um, you know, a game's a game. The day before a game is the day before a game. So, preparing that way.
2: Billy, how about from your perspective? And uh, you had another perspective because you wound up starting the game and playing the entire game as well.
8: Uh, Yeah, um, so it was my first start. and It was different just because it was my first start. It was also different because we've never, like Gordon said, we've never traveled like that. You know, we've never had a a quick turnaround. So, um, it had a little bit of a big impact, you know people defensively were studying on the bus you know trying to be as mentally sound in our preparation that we had in the day and then so it did have a little impact but it was it was different
2: you'll never forget your first start then will you because of that no sir, because of, because of the way it went uh so how do you feel about the way you played obviously statistically the eight tackles uh two three uh, uh, tackles for loss in there and you played as you said before we came back from the break every play of that game that the defense was on the field which you had obviously never done before
8: um, you know, uh, personally, for my takeaway, you know, I, I think I, you know, my idea of how I want to play, sorry, is um, I just want to fit the role and be the best that I can be for the team. Um, you know, everybody, there's always stuff that you can fix, um, so.
2: I don't want to go too deep into this because Coach Huseman will hit me, <laughs> but you hadn't played the week before because of injury. How close were you to maybe not playing this week, or did you know all week long Not that there was a full week even that you were going to be able to play in the game?
8: Um. Uh, for me uh, in talking to Chris Jones, we were more or less um, sit that game out, sit out for Fordham and then be ready to practice on Sunday or you know be ready to practice the next practice and get going for St. Francis.
2: How frustrating have the injuries been for you because obviously it kept you on the sideline last year as well.
8: Um, you know uh, injuries are part of the game. Um, they take every step one at a time. Uh, so I mean it's, it's frustrating, but it's just a part of the game It's a part of life you know and they give you a chance to grow. Immature. You know, I mean, Gordon kind of went through the same mm-hmm. thing with the injuries. Um, so, I mean, just for me, sitting on the sideline last year, you know, makes this year every play and every moment is just that more special.
2: Same question, Gordon. And you do look healthier, at least visually from the press box. I can tell you that, that you got a little more spring in your stuff now. Uh, how are you feeling and how did you handle all of that as, as Billy was talking about with his injury?
7: Um, I feel great now. I'd say last year definitely. Uh, it was different. I mean, I've never played with a uh, you know messed up knee or mm-hmm. anything, but I definitely think that that injury, like Billy said, it does help you mature and it helps you cherish the game more than you did before. I'd never been that severely hurt before, so having to sit out a whole year, having to watch the team go, travel, and you know me just stuck on campus watching everything go, it really does make you care about every little little play
2: you get. Um, all right, we played a uh, highlight from the game of you so earlier this week we had dejan Brissett on the morning show that i host and he got to talking about you and he made a comment and an analogy about gordon collins that i had never really heard before so i want to take you back matt joseph if you're ready this is what your buddy dejan Brissett had to say about you when he joined us on our morning radio show earlier this week
8: yeah i mean gordo gordo's been through a lot he's been he's been hurt a few times but he, you've seen how he runs and we know how gordon runs he's a big dude he's hard to tackle you know he's like a vending machine with legs
2: <laughs> what is that gordon what is a vending machine with legs that your buddy dejan brissett just described you as uh,
7: i don't really know but
2: <laughs> i didn't I, either
7: i guess i don't know i guess he's saying i'm a downhill runner um what do you think,
2: Coach Huseman? Andrew mentioned that to you when he had you on yesterday afternoon as well. Vending machine uh, with legs uh, is Gordon try, Have you
4: ever tackled a
2: vending machine?
4: <laughs> go try to tackle a vending Actually, machine. Actually, yes, when the, when the
2: candy won't drop down out of the but thing. But
4: the vending machine didn't go down. <laughs> the
2: vending machine did not go down. Uh, so I assume that's a good thing then, right? Yeah, it sounded like it to me.
4: Did you take it that way yeah, as a compliment? A, yeah, for sure. That's good.
2: When you get back to practice today, maybe pick his oh, brain on that a little bit. Coach, how would you describe what Gordon is doing for you, not only running the ball, and we'll get into that a little bit, and obviously the running game is not quite where we want it to be yet, but also the, the blocking skills that you're getting from both Gordon and Deontes. What we've noticed
4: as coaches is that he is you know, more athletic, uh, running the ball better, you could just see he's he's more comfortable now. Coming off, you know, now it's a, it's a while removed from the knee. He looks like a different runner than he did last fall, for sure. I think the one thing too that with Gordon is, you know, the ball security looks a lot better mm-hmm. uh, to to us. So, you know, now I th- I think where Gordon's got to got to improve in his game, and I think the coaches have he he, he actually looks for contact. You know, and we'd love for him to not look for contact every so often. You know what I'm saying? But the, some guys are like that. I mean, some guys, you know, the, relish the contact, delivering a blow. And there's times when you know it wears them down when they, when that guy just is delivering a blow every time. But you know, we got to get him now. Just say, all right, every so often, let's just let's go ahead and try to avoid the contact and and see what happens. But he's doing a great job. I mean, he's a, he's a guy that's that's. Uh, a, a true teammate. The guys love him. Uh, we love coaching him. We love being around him. And, and uh, you know, he'll, he'll just, he'll, the rest, he'll continue
2: to get better as we go here. I will say this. You were looking at me politely enough when you made that comment about Gordon, because we were talking, but, to your back, Gordon had this like little smirk on his face when you said "likes to initiate contact" and this little gleam yeah. in his eyes. So, what about it, Gordon? Is that accurate? Do you do you like that kind of football?
7: I definitely do enjoy the physical aspect of football. It's one of the biggest reasons I played it. But I I agree fully with Coach. I've been I've been trying to you know make a move, make a guy miss more than I used to. But um you know sometimes it, Old, old habit kicks in.
4: <laughs> you got to know when to and when not to. Him, man. He just says, ah, right, I'm going over
2: this. Well, bit. the other phrase that I was told by our running backs coach a couple of years ago now about Gordon, and he's probably heard this over and over again, is Gordon is a fire ready aim guy. He is fire ready aim, not ready aim fire, but he's just going to go out there full bore and worry about where he's supposed to be later. Is that You're nodding your head on that one too, coach.
4: Well, you know, again, I, I just think
2: you know the, it's
4: important to him to be good uh, and and it's important to him to prepare to be good and and when you got those things going for you and and you know he's he could be frustrated because he's probably not getting the number of carries that he wants uh Deontes could be too whatever it is but you know there's 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 only one ball out there and and obviously he he's blocking really well Deontes is blocking really well so i mean it they're gonna have their day, and and every they they're gonna have their day, and it's gonna be a big day for them, and
2: and uh, so when that comes, I don't know. What are you guys doing right now as an offense to get that running game going? What's the the communication and the practice with with Kevin and obviously Deontes and yourself, and certainly most significantly that offensive line.
7: Uh, I feel like this week we're definitely taking more care on the plays that we want to run. I've noticed, you know. I think it was yesterday, the day before. I mean, we ran one play four times in a row. We just haven't done that. And I mean, if like somebody messes up, back on the line, back on the line, back mm-hmm. on the line. I think the repetition is really helping us to make sure we get it and get it into our minds. When we get in the game, you just do it. It just mm-hmm. clicks.
2: Hey, I should have asked this uh, earlier while we were still in discussion and we have played the DeJuan Brissett comment uh, about Gordon Collins. Before we go to the break, you know, here's Billy Coghill, starting linebacker, eight tackles, two and a half for loss, was in on a quarterback sack. So, Billy, how do you tackle a vending machine with legs?
8: Oh, I mean, <laughs> you either got to hit the legs out low Uh-oh. or you got to hit them up high. It just depends on, you know, where you make that contact. You just got to run your feet. I mean, Gordon's a physical back. so, But Gordon tackling Gordon's not easy. It's definitely not easy. There's no direct answer. It's just however you can get him to fall.
2: But an accurate description of the way he runs?
8: Oh, without a doubt. Yeah? Without a doubt. I mean, he runs uh, head down, you know, eyes down.
2: Tough guy to tackle. Tough
8: guy to tackle. Yeah.
2: All right, let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side. Want to preview Stony Brook coming up, uh, the CAA opener for the Spiders. Ask these guys where they think they are right now at 2-1 going into conference play this weekend. So we're with Gordon Collins and Billy Calgill, and we'll continue with them. In a moment, Spider Sports Line, Spider IMG Sports Network.
0: We are ESPN Richmond. At Outback Steakhouse, we live by Aussie rules, and Aussie rule number one is ensuring steak satisfaction every time. We offer the highest quality cuts of steak, seasoned and seared to juicy perfection, with a secret blend of 17 herbs and spices, and cooked just the way you want it. So, join us tonight at any of our five Richmond area locations, Bell Creek Road in Mechanicsville, South Park Court in Colonial Heights, Hall Street Road in Midlothian, Huguenot Road in Barn Air, West Broad Street, or order online at Outback.com. Food Lion is helping you fuel up and cheer on the
3: spiders. Make a play for tailgate favorites like chips and dip, cookout meats, and ice cold drinks at prices that'll earn big points from your wallet. Food Lion, how refreshing. Proud partner of Spider Athletics. Hi, this is Head Coach Russ Usman. Hope you're
4: enjoying the action of Richmond football. Stay tuned. I'll have the first word after the game on the Buzz in Neds Coach's Corner, exclusively on the Home of the Spiders, 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN.
5: Don't miss the last days of JCPenney's
1: 10 Days of Non-Stop New Fashion and Beauty Event. Starting now, find amazing daily deals on new fall fashion arrivals, beauty products, and services. Deals like 60% off select women's denim, free mini makeovers from Sephora inside JCPenney, and $10 blowouts from the JCPenney Salon. Or take an extra 20% off select items storewide with your JCPenney credit card and coupon. JCPenney, style and value for all. Valid now through 923, coupon required, subject to credit approval. Sephora salon services and other
0: exclusions apply. See store JCP.com slash new for details
1: progressive presents get pumped inspiration to help you do insurance stuff
0: okay time out you're gonna let your budget be the boss of you take control with progressive's name your price tool tell us what you want to pay for car insurance and we'll help you find options that fit your budget here's some music to get you
3: pumped i hear your budget laughing at you oh wait that's just those kids laughing at me Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance
1: Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Want to listen at home? Just say, Alexa, play ESPN Richmond. The Amazon Echo is another way to hear 99.5
6: and 1027 ESPN. It's Spider Football and Lunch at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
2: Give it to Jordan Tony again, and this time the Spiders were waiting for him. Here comes Billy Coggle again to make the tackle as he came
1: slicing through at the line of scrimmage and made a terrific stop. That time Billy Coggle does a good job, sniffs it out, sees it right away, and uh, makes an easy tackle.
2: Well, with all due respect to my broadcast partner and former defensive standout, Chris Anderson, I'm not sure it was such an easy tackle, Billy, but you made it look easy for eight tackles, as we said, two and a half for loss, involved in a a quarterback sack, and playing the whole game at that linebacker position. You'll get some of your mates back, uh this week welcome back to our spider sports line at Outback how does your body respond after playing that much last week as you had said in the last segment not used to playing that many snaps uh how does the body respond
8: um you know I think the body I mean you wake up sore as you do any game Mm -hmm. but um you know like with injuries you know you just with last year waking up I was always waking up sore so I think that being being injured last year helped me prepare to just wake up you know Do what you have to do. Go to treatment. You know, get ready for the next game. Don't really think about it, but understand your body. You know, know your body as much as you know the game.
2: All right, where are you guys at defensively? It seems like you're uh, light years ahead of where you were through three games a year ago when you were still learning new defensive system. Uh, How do you feel the defense as a whole has played through the three non-conference games?
8: I think the defense has played very well. You know, I think we've gone up against three really good opponents um, and three really good offenses. You know, I think we've been adjusting well. You know, we've been able to – you know, when one guy goes down, uh, put the next bullet in the chamber, I guess you could say, um, and be ready not only to play, but to perform at that kind of level that the the starters or the person who is in front of you has was, you know. Um, so I think we're light years away where we were before, and I, I think we're really well prepared for Stony Brook this week.
2: What's the impact that the two guys in front of you on that defensive line have had? I think we we saw what – we know what Andrew Clyde can do. We saw what Colby Ritten could do as a freshman All-American. But the two guys on the ends, uh, I think, in fact, the quarterback sack you had, you shared with Darius Reynolds and then uh, Maurice Jackson at the other end.
8: I think you look at our ends and you look at our whole front four, like you said. I mean, the, the ends are playing outstanding. You know, Darius and Mo are, are quick off the edge. You know, they do their job and, and then some. You know they help us out a lot sometimes. The linebacker, when maybe we make a mistake, they fix it for us. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean they're playing out of their minds. You know, Darius is having a great, a great start, and uh, so is Maurice.
2: How about on the offensive side, Gordon? Where do you feel you guys are at after the, after the first three games, and how far does that last drive against St. Francis go to kind of build your confidence and momentum offensively?
7: I feel like we're in a good place right now, and uh, like Coach said earlier, you know, last year we didn't, we didn't finish any of those games, and I feel like. Getting something done like that last last second win early in the season is going to help us down the road um, just for confidence. Just knowing that we can do it, and maybe next time we're in a similar situation, you know, we're going
2: to do it. So. We have mentioned many times that one of the mottos of this team is finish, and Matt McAllister, our football PR guy, was on the sideline when that last drive was going, and he came back and said, hey, Bob, they were yelling finish on the sideline and you could tell it was legit they really did have the confidence that it was going to happen right
7: right for sure i mean i i feel like especially for me i feel like we were gonna i looked forward to going into that game to win you know there wasn't a doubt in my mind that we were going to lose or that we were going to win and especially at the end of the game you know i saw some of the other guys you know some of the younger ones were you know like dang i don't know what's about to happen but Hmm. me i was just like we're going to win like i I just had that feeling in my gut we were gonna win
2: why did that drive happen like that what was the i don't know sense of urgency what what happened that that allowed that drive to be so successful
7: um for sure what i saw was kevin johnson started to really take action i mean you know the guy's normally laid back you know cool even in games you know Mm -hmm. he's not too but at the end of the game he was saying hey let's go guys we got to go let's go he's like a couple of places like, hey, I'm doing this, you know, I'm blocking, see it. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. So,
2: You know what he said to us, Russ, that I thought was really interesting? We went through the anatomy of that whole drive with him the other day. I think it's on our Spider Insight podcast that's up on richmondspiders.com, and we talk about the Wilkins catch for the touchdown, certainly, but he said the very first play was the key. Getting the positive yards on the first pass of that last drive to Charles Simpson really was the key to the whole drive.
4: Yeah, obviously, that's when you start a drive like that, you you do need positive, and that's what we, you know. Anytime we do a two minute drill, we always we do always talk about the first play needs to be a positive play, whether it's four, five, ten, whatever it is. And then if you can get a chunk of fifteen, you know, now all of a sudden it's yeah, hey, let's go. And, and all of a sudden you throw an incomplete, you take a sack or something like that. And so we we always try to emphasize the first play really needs to be a successful
2: play to get that thing cranked up. Gordon the other thing that Kevin told us uh, right after the game actually on the field with Matt and then he said it again at the press conference this week is that when Tyler uh, dropped that pass and I think we're being a little bit hard on him by continuing to say drop that pass the defender actually did get a hand on it and help rip it out of him but I'm sure Tyler would be the first to say he should have caught it that was early in the fourth quarter uh, when he had a shot on a pretty well thrown ball by Kevin I don't know if you were within listening distance but KJ said he went up to Tyler and said I am coming back to you at some point in this fourth quarter i am coming back to you be ready to catch the ball i don't know if you heard that or as a fellow offensive player what impact that would have to you coming from your quarterback
7: um yeah i think i actually what i was referring to i remember there was one play i I think it was the last play of the game i remember kevin said like you know it was one of our plays he's like hey i'm coming to you i was like all right well i gotta get my guy then we're coming (laughs) this way so
2: yeah as, as as a guy who that could be coming at you from Kevin Johnson, how does that make you feel as an offensive guy? Because as Kevin said, you know, you're all going to make a mistake once in a while. You're going to drop a pass. He's going to throw an interception. Whatever's going to happen, that he's verbalizing that kind of confidence in you in a clutch situation.
7: Um, It's good. I'm glad we have that. I feel like as a whole, offensively, you know, that's that's what we need to have. And I feel like we have. I feel like it's growing. That uh, that confidence is growing. You know, I feel like the more games we win, the more – big games we uh, have I feel like the better we'll be doing
2: so where do you think you guys are at here at two and one I think an objective observer not a Richmond spider who puts a uniform on or a coaching shirt on would look at that schedule and go yeah Richmond's going to be two and one at the end of three games minimally would be two and one at the end of three games where do you feel you guys are heading into conference play and Billy we'll get that kind of response from you as well Gordo
7: I'd say even though we uh won last game um it was ugly um so I definitely feel like knowing that it was ugly uh, has made us prepare harder, knowing that this game we're about to have is without a doubt going to be harder than the last. Um, so I think we're in a good spot. We're preparing. We're getting ready. Um, just can't wait till Saturday.
2: Billy, how about from the defensive perspective?
8: Well, I think, you know, you look at where we are, 2-1, you know, we played UVA really tough. You know, the score doesn't show that, but we did. And then we played Fordham even tougher. You know, we, we, we played them really well. And then you look at St. Francis. Uh, defensively, and you go, you know, that was a hard game. That was a a really hard game. Um, All the stuff outside of the game, you know, the bus trip and everything. Um, You look at it, though, as a defense, and you say, like, even though it was an ugly win, you know, it makes us better because we know from now on every game is that much more important. It is conference play. Our conference isn't easy. Every team is going to run the ball. Every team is going to be tough. So it gets us prepared to know that the rest of the season could be just as hard and that we can finish. So I think that's what, it, looking at us 2-1, and one, I think you look at us and you look at our opponents and how we played, I think you think these guys can just continue to grow.
2: Well, let's wrap it up with you guys, and then we'll let you go finish uh, eating your lunch by getting a little bit of a preview of Stony Brook, um, both strategically and psychologically or mentally from you guys. A team that uh, you haven't beaten the last couple times through, one at home, one one on the road, and a team I'll start with you, Billy, and you can talk defensively. I mean, they've got two bruising running backs and leotine and gallons both are in the top five early in the league and rushing what's the challenge against that stony brook team
8: the challenge is going to be uh, being physically sound you know mentally sound um we're doing a lot of stuff on defense a lot of good stuff um we just need to execute um and make sure that we execute our game plan the best that we can And if we don't we look at it we fix it we execute it the right way you know i think looking at the running backs they're two bruising running backs but we have one sitting right across from us right here with Gordon and then also Tez. I mean, Tez is not a, a big guy, but he'll run you, run through you, you know, and Jay. And, I mean, as defense, we see those kinds of backs every day. So I think this is just going to prepare us. To, and then we're going to continue to see these kinds of backs. You know, that's the system we play in, it's the conference we play in. So I think you look at Stony Brook, it's a great way to start. You know, it's going to be a tough game, but I think we're well prepared.
2: How much more in a comfort zone are you that you are back into a routine, that the, the, this week should, knock on wood, go routinely until kickoff?
8: Um, in a comfort zone, I think it's, you know, it's we're back to where we are. We're comfortable. You know, I think getting that Sunday practice in really helped us. Um, I think that was big. You know, you can look at last week, that how hard it was, but also the blessing that it was, that it gives us this much time to prepare for our first conference game. And then it's going to get us rolling as we get on here. So I think – getting back to our normal schedule has helped us out a lot. I think as a defense, we're extremely comfortable in the system that we're running this week.
2: All right, Gordon, how about from your perspective, again, the the mental, psychological side of knowing that you haven't had the success the last couple times against them, and also the challenge that's a a team that won 10 games last year, got to the postseason, uh, all of that that you will face at Stony Brook Saturday.
7: Um, The biggest thing, actually, Coach Woods, we were talking the other day before practice, um, pre-practice, and he was talking about Nevers. Um, and he said they can be positive and negative. And he said, for example, you know, when he was in high school, he never lost to this team. When he was, And when he was in college as head coach, you know, he never lost to this coach. And for us, you know, and me, I've never beat Stony Brook. So going into this game, you know, it's, it's leaving everything out there, leave everything you got because I want – I don't want to leave college saying I never beat them,
2: so – well put. Great way to end this. That's an exclamation point to end our conversation. Fellas come back and visit us again, all right? We appreciate you being here. Billy Coggle and Gordon Collins our special player guests. Thanks fellas, Thank go enjoy lunch. Alrighty. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more from Coach Usman coming up as our Spider Sports Line continues. On the Spider IMG Sports Network live from Outback on 995 1027 ESPN.
3: For all things Spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's richmondspiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's richmondspiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's richmondspiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's richmondspiders.com. Buddy
2: Whitlow, CLU of Virginia Asset Management, is proud to sponsor Richmond Football. A 1976 grad of the School of Business, Buddy has worked as a financial advisor ever since. Buddy helps business owners and personal clients manage risks of today's fast-paced world by offering financial strategies and products to protect against those risks talk to buddy about how to manage your financial risks by calling 804-330-0711
1: securities and
0: investment advisory services through Securian financial services inc member finra sipc virginia asset management is independently owned and operated
1: a flat tire would really make this road trip better said no one ever which is why Dyke Tire Pros makes taking care of your tires simpler. They offer a straightforward approach to tire and auto service that includes nationwide warranties and a hassle-free experience so you can get back to when being on the move was carefree. Dyke Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. Find out more at DykeTirePros.com.
4: Hi, this is Head Coach Russ Usman. Let's have lunch and talk Richmond football on the Spider Sports Line, Thursday, noon to 1 at Outback, 7917 West Broad Street, and live on the Home of the Spiders, 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN.
3: This is Mike Golick. Hey, it's Trey Wingo. Join me and Mike every weekday morning, starting at 6 for Golick and Wingo on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
6: We're in the second half of today's Spider Sports Line, but it's not too late for you to be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to Voice. Texas 804 638 9508 or send us an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Let's get back to Outback Steakhouse 7917 West Broad Street.
2: Benemore is back to throw and he's gonna get sandwiched and sacked. It was
3: Darius Reynolds coming from one side to make the quarterback sack for the Spiders. Billy Coggle getting in there. Get you some. Little Billy Coggle, little Darius Reynolds. Good job.
1: Coggle coming from that linebacking spot. He's back to being healthy again
2: and taking advantage of playing time. And, again, we thank our player guests who are finishing up their lunch here. And if you guys in the restaurant want to chat with them, by all means, while they're here, I'm sure they would love to talk some spider football with you, Billy Coggle. And Gordon Collins, our player guest, 521-8501. We'll open up the lines for the remainder of the show. Spider Sports Line at Richmond.edu. If you want to shoot us an email, I got some questions from some of the folks in the house that we'll get to here in just a couple of moments. Again, I want you to talk just a little more, Russ, if you don't mind. You alluded to it earlier, but the special teams play, really special last week, particularly Dejan Brissett was the CAA special teams player of the week. The ninety four yard kickoff return, two other Huge kickoff returns as well. What, what kind of sparked that last week that allowed Dijon particularly to be so successful?
4: Well, we we actually didn't even know if he could return them or not because he had only returned one the whole year so far. Like right. he's not even in the CAA stats, right? Because he only, doesn't have enough I think, returns. Five he's that's got right now. Yep. And that's ridiculous to not have his name in there. <laughs> and I'm gonna call somebody at the CAA office. Um, but I think he's leading the country in kickoff returns now, unofficially. But. Uh, yeah, so the, you know, the first one, you know, against, I, I think it was UVA. Did we we, we get one against Maybe. them?
2: Most we, of them went we into the end zone there, yeah. We had a shot.
4: We kind of blocked it up. And somebody got him. And so you really don't know. And then and then actually the first one, we blocked it up pretty good. And then the second one, we blocked it up okay. But, you know, he, he, he hit a guy and spun off and, and then got past the 50 or something like that. And then the third one. You know, we kind of blocked it up decently, and he popped it in there. So, you know, he did a you know he did a great job, and you know, they kicked that last one to him after they had kind of did some different things. You know, and when he kicked that last one to him, uh, you know, he, he put that across the fifty, yep. and we're we're saying I can't believe he's, they're going to continue to do that. But again, you know, everybody sometimes everybody always focuses on the the kickers or the punters or the return. Guy. It's, it, it has to do with, you know, how you're blocking, how you're covering kicks. Now, obviously, the legs and the, and the guys that are returning them are important, uh, you know, but, you know, there's a lot of other variables there. And, you and, know, and I don't think we won the kicking game. I think ultimately when you think about it, you know, the, the kicking game may have won that game for us. But I think the overall special teams, we didn't win that. that and uh, we had too many. You know, too many mistakes, obviously, on the punt team. And then, uh, uh, you know, but kickoff coverage was really good, mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, we we might have won it. I don't know.
2: And I know on the uh, post-game field, uh, post-game show down on the field there with Matt, you gave a shout-out to Devon Perry as well because they finally didn't kick it to Dejan Perset on the last kickoff, and he was able to get the ball significantly to the 35-yard line. So he only had 65 yards to go on the game-winning drive, right?
4: Yeah, normally uh, we fair catch that one. And I told, uh, I told Dave Vaughn, I said, because uh, I thought, kind of had a feeling they were going to kick it to him, and I said, don't fair catch this thing. I want you to take this to the house, because I thought he might could. He's a really good athlete. He's done this in high school, and, and uh, you know, so instead of having the ball, in a t- you know, if he would a fair caught at 25, I think he caught the ball maybe on a 23 or 24, and, uh, you know, he got us 10, 12 yards, mm-hmm. which is a first down, which is a huge start for us there, and, you and actually, the reason I said don't fair catch it because I thought maybe he could take it to the house, and uh, uh, you know. So, but uh,
2: good job by him. Hey, I'm going to go off the beaten path here, real quick. Then we got to get a break in, and I want to ask a couple questions from folks in the audience before we wrap it up. Did you see? Speaking of fair catches, did you see the fake fair yeah. catch play in the North Texas game against Arkansas, where he fooled everybody and ran it back for a touchdown? What did you think of that?
4: guts took <laughs> guts to call it it took guts to be the guy that does this and now they're gonna outlaw that and I don't blame them because I do think you're putting a kid at, 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 at risk mm-hmm. because now I go ahead and try that now you're gonna get drilled and uh, so I think they're gonna they're gonna outlaw it because of safety issues and not let you do that mm-hmm. um, and, and I agree with it 100% it worked. It fool me once. It's not gonna fool anybody else, mm-hmm. um, because you know they're gonna they're gonna know that we are gonna go drill this guy. And I, I I it took guts to call it. It took guts to practice it. And it took guts for that kid to stand there and just do this, man, <laughs> and then look around and. Then, <laughs>
2: And you did hear that the gunner for Arkansas was face-to-face with him when he caught the ball, and he literally said to the guy, I didn't hear a whistle, did you? <laughs> Oh. And the guy took off. He said, oh, I better get out of here now. He's oh, catching yeah. on. Um, but I can tell by the look on your face, you liked that play, didn't you? You, you thought well, it was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean,
4: didn't I think, you know, that's that's creativity on a special teams coordinator part. And, and you know, I'm sure they had to practice it for a while to mm-hmm. get it done. It had to, you know, you had to have the perfect scenario, too. I mean, the kick had to be right. I mean, all those things come into play. Anytime you call a fake something or other or do something like that, You know, the stars almost have to align correctly. And uh, so, uh, you know,
2: hats off to them. But I I can't believe that that the NCAA is going to let that Mm -hmm. occur anymore. All right, quick break, and then we'll finish it up with a couple questions from here at Outback Spider Sports Line, 99.51027 ESPN.
0: At UR School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation, and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. The University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. Food Lion is helping you fuel up that
3: cheer on the spiders. Make a play for tailgate favorites like chips and dip, cookout meats, and ice cold drinks at prices that'll earn big points from your wallet. Food Lion, how refreshing. Proud partner of Spider Athletics. Staples knows printing in
1: color is better when promoting your business. But don't take our word for it. Research shows that color makes your company look more professional and improves brand recognition. It's also snazzier. Staples didn't research that last part, it just seems obvious. So come into Staples and get 20% back in rewards on color printing from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In store only, ends 11, 10, 18.
6: Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details.
3: Call us today at 800-QUICKEN
0: or go to rocketmortgage.com. racial approval only Valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply.
3: Our afternoon local sports talk now begins at 3 with Matt Josephs and Border to Border. Followed by Hardly working with Greg Burton at 4 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
6: This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
2: All right, final segment
6: of the program. Spiders
2: are at Stony Brook Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Our airtime on the Spider IMG Sports Network and here on ESPN Richmond is 530 with our pregame show, and we're back here next Thursday with the next edition of the Spider Sports Line. You know, we do all this high-tech stuff to get you questions, Coach, whether it's on the phone, tweet, or text, or email. Uh, The folks in the restaurant can give us questions, too. They can either just put them on a piece of paper, write them on a napkin, come up and ask us whatever you'd like, and that's what I've gotten today. So from the audience, from Ben, who is here today, would Kevin Johnson have more time to pass and complete a greater percentage of his passes if John Yarbrough played the blindside tackle position rather than his current position? Coach Ben would like to know here. <laughs>
4: um, there was there were a lot of things that occurred, and it, and it wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't where, where anybody's kind of configured up front. You know, they had a few twists that really hurt us, you know, some pressures that we didn't really see, um and and some things we had practiced but you know we didn't execute and uh and that's you know that's partly on the players but that's partly on coaching I mean we got to make sure that we get them in the right spots you know there's a lot of ways to protect a lot of different people and and you know how you set your protections uh those types of things but um you know I I think um you know, there were, a lot, there were some other issues inside that, that hurt us probably more than any of that.
2: And then Ben's other question, I'm going to paraphrase because we're running out of time, and you spoke ben, to this a ben little Ben, is Ben the only early. guy with
4: questions right. around
2: here? We need more. Use the napkin. Uh, well, not, the napkins in here would be hard because they're black go napkins. Ahead. But anyway, use the back of your check. Maybe you won't have to pay your bill if you write your question on the back of your – no, I don't, I don't mean that. Uh, more on the running game and just how much emphasis and time you're spending to, to try and improve the running game.
4: Yeah, I mean, we we have to get better. And, 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 again, it wasn't anywhere close to what we want in that game against St. Francis. Uh, you know, and it's – you know, we just got to – we got to get on blocks. We got to stay on blocks. And, uh, you know, we got to get – plays i mean just gordon got the 16 yard run we got it blocked up good deontes gets the block you know kevin i think gets an 18 or 19 yard run on a little zone read stuff i mean those things have to happen um you know but uh you know we 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 do need to be better and i don't think we have to be just tremendous but we got to be better i mean we got to you know, we got to get Gordon running for 80 90 and Tez the same way and, and get that thing right around 200 in some capacity, I think.
2: All right. Speaking of running game, last thought on Stony Brook. Does it start there with them because they do have two uh, dominant runners?
4: Yeah, well, Billy can probably tell you a practice this week. Uh, <laughs> you know and and i felt i went up to clyde after practice i went i said andrew you okay because i mean it it was a two physical days of practice and sometimes you don't do it that way and and i don't know if you agree or not but it was you know it was physical nature and what they do and and uh it was just it's just banging and banging Now today we'll just be in head head gear so we'll we'll get their legs back a little bit and their bodies back a little bit but I, I would say probably these last two days have been tougher uh, practiced than you've you've experienced, and it had nothing to do. It just had everything to do with, with the opponent, what they right? do. Yeah.
2: yeah, with the two running backs. Yeah. Yep, and they are a physical style football yep. team, right? Yep, and uh, and and pretty good. Obviously, they're coming off a, a good season as well. Uh, and do you like the comments you're hearing from your guys about incentive and motivation and and really being focused as CAA play starts this week? More than anything, I think.
4: Yeah, it, I think. You can get in kind of in that huddle or before or after, you know, and everybody just puts their hand in there and says, CAA play. It's CAA, baby. That doesn't mean anything. It's what you do on Tuesday and Wednesday's practice and Thursday's practice. And I try to tell these guys that all the time. And I think they understood that because we did have really good practices. So when they said, all right, it's CAA time, you know, I think they meant it that it's that we got to prepare to play CAA football teams and um you know that all the you know all the other stuff with it it's it's how you prepare it's how much film study you put in you know all the different things that you do and and uh, our guys will be ready to play they'll play good they'll play hard uh we always play our guys play hard all the
2: time um and they'll be ready to go and you sense a little bit of a different vibe because it is CAA play whether it's the players or the coaches this week or not um
4: yeah, I mean, it, it always is. It, I think it's Stony Brook. I mean, we know Stony Brook's really, really, really good. Absolutely. And it's CAA, and it's, it's them, and and we understand what we're getting ourselves into. It's up there. I think our guys understand it. So, um, you know, they'll play. They'll play. We'll play way, way better than we played uh, Thursday. I, I guarantee that.
2: See you Saturday at Stony Brook, Coach. Thanks. Thank you. And again, Gordon Collins, Billy Coggle, thank you very much for being our special player guest. Mitchell Bradley producing on location. Matt Joseph's in the studio for Coach Usman. Bob Black saying so long. We're on the air, 5 30 Saturday evening on the Spider IMG Sports Network. CAA Opener Richmond at Stony Brook. See you back here at outback next Thursday, noon to 1, 7917 West Broad Street, and live on 995-1027-ESPN. So long, everyone.
1: You've been listening to the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney, live from Joe's Inn Bonaire, 2616 Buford Road in the Buford Road Shopping Center. Tonight's show is brought to you by People's Golf Carts, Virginia Birth Father Registry, CarMax, Cap Center, Lux Chevrolet, and Joe's Inn Bonaire. For the latest Spider sports news and updates, visit richmondspiders.com on your computer, mobile device, and tablet.